there's blue skies out there. Yeah, and it's a Wednesday. Good morning. Eric Carpenter here. This is KCVL, KCRK. Really good to have you with us. Ah, it's been a crazy couple weeks, and it's going to stay crazy until the crazies get out of Olympia. Uh, let's take a look at a little bit of news today. Uh, first off, uh, the folks down at the Colville Junior High, they want to give a big thank you down there to uh, uh, Kim and Jason down at uh, Grocery Outlet. They helped them out with uh, some uh, hot dogs and chips and condiments and flavored water for their Conference Day barbecue. Really helped them out down at the Colville Junior High. And they just wanted to make sure that uh, Kim and Jason at Grocery Outlet knew they were really appreciated in, uh, in making a uh, donation up there to the uh, Colville Junior High. So thought we would pass that along. Now, Earth Day is not that far away. Uh, that is the 22nd, a Saturday. Voggins participates in Earth Day celebration by offering free bark on Earth Day. One pickup load of beauty bark starts at 7 in the morning till 1 in the afternoon while the supplies last. And so uh, probably don't be waiting till late. But uh, just if you're getting your calendar... Make sure your pickup's emptied out. If you want some beauty bark, Voggins will help you out. It's the Earth Day celebration. That's coming up on Saturday, April 22nd, 7 in the morning. And uh, nice that Voggins helps the community that way. You know the name Tempur-Pedic. If you have a bad back, you may already own one. The back pain relief is legendary. I have a secret for you. Tempur-Pedic mattress support system also provides a good night's sleep. You don't have to wait for a bad back. You can get a good night's sleep now. Don't take my word for it. Ask somebody who owns one. Come to Sandra's for a seven-minute test rest, and we'll change your life forever. Sandra's Furniture, downtown Caldwell. Um... Over the past months, we've talked a lot about Camp Hope down in Spokane. That was that huge encampment that uh, was illegally set up and on Washington State Department of Transportation land and State Commerce Department came in, dumped millions of dollars into it. Catholic Charities is raking in the big bucks. They've got Camp Hope smaller they've got uh, you know 80 some people up on the sunset hill area of uh, Spokane but really when you take these homeless people and you take months and months and months to do anything 
Now, told the sheriff in Spokane County he couldn't go in and do what he wanted to do. Well, now on the west side of Spokane, the West Hills neighborhood, shopping carts, fast food packages, mounds of trash all piling up along the Spokane River. People living in that area, dealing now the West Hills neighborhood, dealing with criminal activity. Says it's been growing now for several months. Yeah, kind of okay. We're going to, yeah, we, we've reduced the population of Camp Hope. Okay, all of a sudden you start getting a lot more 911 calls for thefts and issues in the community. Well, the West Hills Neighborhood Council says the issue needs to be stopped and stopped as soon as possible. Um, William Hagee, he's uh, chairman of the West Hills Neighborhood Council, says, I, I notified city council concerning the amount of garbage as well as arson fires, man-made fires, public camping, and they've also had a number of deaths in the area from violence, criminal activities, drug overdose. It's been ongoing, been a challenge for quite some time. Spokane City, they acknowledge, they're aware of it. The city homeless outreach team and code enforcement, they've been in there twice since March. Thousands of pounds of garbage have been taken out of there. Uh, they say there's still a pile about 8,000 pounds of garbage that needs taken out. Still continuing. So the city is working with some of the property owners near the uh, cemetery along the river. The homeless outreach team. Uh, they say they do more than just clean up and move out uh, of the camping. Uh, the first effort is to direct people to services that can address their needs. Addiction-related needs, mental health-related needs, employment, other type of needs. But um, apparently the west uh, side along the river there, they are developing very much another Camp Hope-type situation. Well, Colville's own Camp Hope, it is, you know, really... Uh, kind of full up. You know, it's, it's got one RV parked outside of the compound. Uh, the mayor assures us that, oh, that, that, that RV will be heading south to Spokane. They're going back to Spokane. We don't need another Camp Hope. Yes, people need a helping hand at times. But the, what these people need is the real social services, and those are the social services we already pay for. What I think it's time to do is for Stevens County 
and the city of Colville who blindly hand over huge checks every year to the people at Rural Resources. I don't know if they even have any accountability. I think we need an accountability of Rural Resources We've gathered all these homeless and problem people into one area. It's real easy to find them and contact them now. Provide your services. They need help. They need counseling. They need direction. If they are using drugs, they need the substance abuse assistance. If they're mental health issues, get a, get the Alliance people down there and do their job. I want to hear what, you know, has, have, have, has Rural Resources got a weekly or a bi-weekly program set up where they go through that encampment? and offer services to these people? Or do we just have them corralled in a chain-link fence and think, oh, well, they're, they're out of sight, out of mind? We dump all this money into social service programs with Rural Resources and Alliance. I want to see some money, some bang for the buck. We dump the money in. Are you reaching out? These people aren't going to come to you. You've got to go down there and work with them. Give them the assistance they need. And if they don't want any assistance, then we need to stop giving them assistance. Maybe that's cruel and unjust. But we need to make the offer. We need to be down there. We're dumping all these funds. We, what we don't need is to go out and hire some other firm from out of the area to come in and tend the gate at our Camp Hope. It should be a prime opportunity for these service outfits that we're already paying for to go down and provide what they should be providing. Maybe, just maybe, they, you know, if they're doing it, wonderful. Speak up and let people know. I don't think they are. But uh, the last thing I want to see is, you know, we've got this chain link area. We've had stolen goods showing up down there. We've had a murder down there. We don't need to be like Seattle. We don't need to be like Spokane. We're Colville. Stevens County, Washington, where law and order still should prevail.
Once again, the Department of Ecology is offering $300 for your old wood stove at the Stevens County Landfill on Sunday, April 30th. To qualify, you must live in the Colville River Valley area. Wood stoves must be in working order and free of fire, brick, ash, and debris. Limited to two stoves per customer and the first 100 stoves received. Participants will get a receipt and receive $300 in the mail. Turn in your wood stove on Sunday, April 30th from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Stevens County Landfill near Kettle Falls. For more information, call 509 Well, the lawmakers in the House of Representatives, they passed a controversial bill that allows police to pursue suspects on very, very limited basis. John Satgast has more on that. Democrats voting against the bill argued it goes too far. Republicans such as Puyallup Representative Kelly Chambers said the measure doesn't go far enough. And this, this is the best we can come up with? This doesn't do enough, not even close. Senate Bill 5352 would lower the probable cause standard for police pursuits to reasonable suspicion. In limited cases involving those suspected of committing a violent crime, a sex offense, domestic violence related offenses, driving under the influence, and trying to escape arrest. Battleground Republican Greg Cheney reluctantly voted yes. It's better than what we have now, but it's not nearly good enough. Goldendale Republican Representative Gina Mossbrucker voted for the bill, but said more is needed to ensure police can pursue and capture criminals. This is a step forward. It's a small step forward. It's too small of a step forward. But at the end of the day, our job is to keep moving forward until we get to something that people agree on. The bill passed 57 to 40 with lawmakers from both parties voting yes and no. It now returns to the Senate for further consideration. John Satgast, the state capitol. All right, good idea. Just, uh, you know, reiterate to our state senator, Shelley Short, stand firm. We want... Somebody steals your car in front of a police officer, you want them to be able to pursue them. You shouldn't have this really narrow list of crimes that uh, are the only things that you can pursue on. The Kettle River Grange in Barstow will be performing Grits and Gravy, a family fun, hilariously funny tale of a small town mixed in with quirkiness and network mismanagement. April 12th will be family night, just $25 for the whole family. April 15th will be dinner theater night. Advanced tickets are available for $30 at Barstow, Sandy's, and Beardsley's Family Restaurants. April 14th and 16th will be $10 for adults, $8 for seniors, and $6 for youth. So mark your calendars and come watch the play Grits and Gravy at the Kettle River Grange. Um, wolves, that's a topic that's going to go on for years. Uh, Here's this week's Fish and Wildlife Question of the Week. We're talking about the uh, Gray Wolf Annual Report. Hi, I'm Trent Rosine, wolf biologist with the Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife in the Colville office. We've been getting a lot of questions on the annual wolf count and how big the wolf population in Washington is now. The annual report that documents the minimum year-end wolf population in Washington was released in early April. As of December 31st of 2022, WDFW and tribes counted 216 wolves in 37 packs in Washington. 26 of these packs were confirmed as successful breeding pairs, with 20 of those breeding pairs being in the Eastern Recovery Region, and six breeding pairs in the North Cascades Recovery Region. 
These numbers compare to the previous year's count of 206 wolves in 33 packs and 19 breeding pairs. That's a 5% increase in the overall wolf population from 2021 to 2022. Wolves are counted annually through activities like track, aerial, and camera surveys. As in last year's, survey results represent minimum counts of wolves in the state due to the difficulty of accounting for every animal, especially lone wolves traveling without a pack. A big step for recovery of wolves happened in 2022. WDFW documented the natural recolonization of wolves and the establishment of a new pack in the South Cascades for the first time in recent history in Washington. In all, eight new packs formed in 2022, including the Big Muddy Pack in Klickitat County, the Nepequa and Maverick Packs in Chelan County, the Chopaka and Chiwetchgarat Packs in Okanagan County, the Wilmont Pack on the Confederated Tribes of the Colville Reservation in Ferry County, and the Five Sisters Pack in Stevens County, as well as the Mount Spokane Pack in Spokane County. 81% of wolf packs in the state were not involved in any known or probable livestock depredations, while 19% of known wolf packs were involved in at least one confirmed depredation. Only three packs, or roughly 8% of all known packs, were involved in two or more livestock depredations. You can read the full Washington Gray Wolf Conservation and Management Report on the department's website at wdfw.wa.gov. If you have a question for the Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife, send it to publicaffairs at dfw.wa.gov or call 509-563-5495. Please include an email address or phone number because you can win a prize for asking questions. There will be a random drawing each week of people who submit questions. If your name is drawn, you can win a can of bear spray to take with you on your outdoor adventures. Tune in to the news Wednesdays at 7, 8, noon, and 5 for the Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife Question of the Week. Email your questions on fish, wildlife, habitat, hunting, and more to communications at dfw.wa.gov. Or you can call 509-563-5495 and leave us your question. We'll answer one question every Wednesday. Attacking the Second Amendment doesn't really address the core causes of violence and lawlessness. One state senator talked about that. The Senate passed legislation banning certain firearms. All Republicans were opposed. Senator Keith Wagner says the unconstitutional bill does nothing to address violence and likely puts lives at risk. We have a violence crisis, but it's not just firearms. We have a violence crisis across the board. People fleeing from police, causing death on our streets and highways. People driving backwards on our freeways. That's a violence problem. The measure claims firearms appeal to young men intent on becoming mass shooters, but the Cedar Woolly Republican asks, where's the effort to heal what's leading to rage and violence? Let's solve the root issues and let's remember that it's not the implement, but the intent of the person who has the implement. And we can do something about that. We can work hard to address the underlying causes. The bill now goes back to the House. I'm Tracy Ellis. If you're a private landowner in the Colville Valley, Vaughan Brothers Lumber, a longtime local business and employer in the area, is ready to offer competitive prices and fair market value to purchase your standing timber, logs, or timbered acreage. The experienced forestry staff at Vaughan Brothers offers free consultations and assessments of your forested land and can also assist in the Department of Natural Resource permitting process when you are ready to harvest your timber. Call the forestry staff today at 509-684-5071 or look for additional information on the web at www.vaughanbrothers.com. 
Uh, the Chihuahua Cougars, Kettle Falls Bulldogs battled it out. They battled it out with each other and battled it out with Mother Nature yesterday. They played through pouring rain. They played through the hailstorm, but they got their games in. Chihuahua dominating those games. We're going to talk more about the Chihuahua Kettle Falls games uh, in the 8 o'clock uh, news. Uh, the Seattle Mariners, they had a... Uh, <sighs> Oh, man, it, it was one of those, you know, their, their other games with Chicago were real pitching duels. Not yesterday. They, um, the day before when they uh, lost to Chicago by one run in extra innings, um, Chicago had an eight-run third inning uh, Mar Mariners never out of it during that time, though, because they had their share of runs. Uh, Cubs getting a 14-9 victory over the Mariners. Uh, Seattle uh, had their home runs. Chicago had their home runs. Oh, man. Third consecutive loss for the Mariners. It was a, a long ball affair yesterday. Uh, the Cubs take on the Mariners uh, today. The last of the three-game series, Chicago taking the first two games. And then the Mariners travel back to the confines of Seattle, take on the Colorado Rockies and the Milwaukee Brewers and the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, off day on Thursday. 10 o'clock this morning, the pregame for Mariner Baseball. 11.20 the first pitch. That'll be on 92.1 KCRK. Uh, today's local weather forecast brought to you by Habitat for Humanity Store at 480 North Main. They're open 9 till 5, Tuesday through Saturday, Wednesday. Today, Customer Appreciation Day, 25% off store-wide for everyone at the Habitat Thrift Store. 52 for a high this afternoon, uh, kind of a chilly start to the uh, day. Um, overnight, uh, again, going to be down around 27 degrees tonight. Uh, tomorrow, 55 the high. A good amount of sunshine. 28 Thursday night, 55 on Friday, 34 Friday night. We're going to see partly sunny skies Saturday, maybe a few showers on Sunday, and about a 50-50 chance of rain on Monday and Tuesday. Highs in the low 50s, overnight lows around 30. Habitat for Humanity Store, they're taking walk-in donations, 9 till noon. Call 684-2319. Get all the information for Habitat for Humanity Store. Uh, calm skies uh, starting the day off. It's uh, kind of a, a chilly 25 degrees here at the radio station. Uh, Wednesday morning, it's midweek Wednesday. I'm Eric Carpenter. I'm yeah, almost back with you. 
last few days were very uh, challenging, but uh, better today. This is KCVL, KCRK.